So I'm speaking with composer and musician Fred Corey. Uh, Fred is best known for his career in the rock world, being the drummer for the band Cinderella. Uh, Fred started in music very early, though, before his career took him on the path to becoming part of a hit rock band. Fred has since started his own company, um, Double Forte Music, that provides original music across many mediums. His career as a film and TV composer, uh, Fred has been adding his unique voice as a storyteller to this, to series like NBC's The Night Shift and The Wall. Fred, thanks so much for uh, talking today. Oh, my pleasure. So, you, you know, your, your musical background is such a unique one, but I would love to know kind of if when was the earliest memories you have of falling in love with music and what made you pursue uh, the path that you took? And then I guess at what point did you decide to focus on uh, composing for film and TV? Well, I, as far back as I can remember, music has been a part of my life. My dad was a violinist. My mom's a pianist. So at five, I was already starting really to study. I mean, I showed an interest before that, but at five, I started uh, actually playing violin and making noises on it, I guess. And <laughs> at six, I was performing. So it uh, it, it just kind of... I guess that was the gift that I was given was was the musical bug right uh and so it kind of i don't want to say it came easy but you know when you watch the videos of kids on television doing whatever on youtube and they're just doing something really you just can't believe it's such a young age yeah um it's it's that kind of thing it just kind of happened and um and it went on from there i just fell in love with all parts of music not just violin but anything that made a sound or really kind of made a melody uh i fell in love with which is very strange because of the drums right uh you know that kind of ended up but the drums were just you know to pick up girls i couldn't <laughs> be a violinist and and you know uh so there's the truth on that one um but then uh in the band you know trying to remember when I wanted to be a composer for f film and TV, I never thought the band would last 30 years. Hmm. I thought it was just a 15-minute thing. I was very fortunate to uh, to have it happen, and I always thought that was the last tour. Mm -hmm. And um, they just kept going on and on and on <laughs> and on and on. And uh, But during that, I still had in the back of the my mind it's like how long can this last and my mom always taught me it, it's a job treat it as such it's right. not a party this is something serious so hence my no drugs no alcohol no anything um because it was a job and i was i think i was always paranoid of it ending but during that uh, i started making music for the well, what I thought should have been for, for pro sports, for the Kings. And I, I started just doing songs and, and tracks that I thought would be perfect for them. They had no idea who I was. And that was while I was on the road. Mm. And I think it just evolved into what it is now. But um, I think it was a conscious effort that, oh, I'm going to be a film composer. Right. I just wanted to do something other than be in a band. 
um so you, you i mean you coming from that that world as a drummer in, in a rock band it's not uh it's not rare because you know you look at other composers that come from that world like cliff martinez is a great example he was you know drummer yeah. for the red hot chili peppers and um so when you moved into this scoring world and kind of film and tv and and you know writing for sports uh was did you, did you find that all your skills that you learned with Cinderella did that kind of transfer over, or did you have to realize like, oh crap, I need to learn some new stuff. You know, I need to catch up and learn these things to be able to work in this field. Well, in sports, it kind of all fell into place, uh, just because my classical background, heavy, heavy, heavy theory, heavy classical training, really came into play. Uh, with my hard rock heavy uh, background, they fit perfectly together for the sports world. It wasn't until I started trying to score the picture uh, that I I thought, uh-oh, I better get this together. <laughs> um, because it wasn't, it didn't just happen. Right. Um, like the other stuff, I... I uh, I, I really didn't know what to do. I was kind of looking at it and I thought, okay, dialogue, that's kind of like my singer. So uh, I'm like the band now, the whole band around the singer. So I, I better, I've always been a drummer that plays for the song, mm-hmm. never step on vocals. never. And I kind of infused that into my uh my scoring, oh, that's interesting. which I think was the right, uh, kind of the only way to do it. But then I started going to school. I went to the UCLA uh, film and TV program, and then I did the Berkeley online uh, program, which was really great. And it was great training, and it kind of either reinforced what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely did that, but it also taught me so many new things, just even how to how to um, work with orchestras uh, with a click. And if I'm using my synths and my f- fake drums with real drums and how to add that all together and uh, present it. And we had conducting classes and, and things like that. So I've always been in an orchestra looking up at the conductor and I've either been in an orchestra as a violinist or I've played trumpet in an orchestra. I've also played percussion in an orchestra. So I kind of know how all that goes, but the person writing this stuff for all of us, that was totally something. Oh, you should have heard the the uh, clarinets and the trumpets in my first piece. Oh, <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> what are you doing? We're playing what you wrote. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, it's a pro- yeah, for sure, it's a process. And uh, I think one of the, on your filmography, I think one of the first series that popped up was, um, I guess you were writing a, a few episodes for Gene Simmons' Family Jewels, the reality show. Um, yeah. Was that a, a good way to sort, was that kind of like one of your first writing to picture projects? It was my first real one. Wow. Um, and it, I ran into Gene, I'd known him forever, just from our past backgrounds. Right. And he, um he was walking down the street and I, I ran into him. I was on a jog and I ran into him and one thing led to the next. And he asked what I was doing. And I said, Oh, I score for TV. And he said, really? Uh, I have a TV show. I didn't though. I didn't score it. I've never scored anything to TV. Right. Um, so, uh, 
So he said, oh, really, are you any good? And I was like, oh, boy, what would Gene want to hear? What would Gene say? <laughs> right. And uh, I said, I'm very good. And he goes, well, walk with me. So we walked. He introduced me. He, they were shooting the show, and he introduced me to his producer. And he said, this is Fred Corey. Says he's a TV composer. If he's any good, let's put him to work. So the next, you know, the one thing led to, the, to another, and I FedExed. Uh, a bunch of music to the producer and a couple of days later they called and they were like you can have season three and um gene was great he just he said i'm not going to take anything from you the only thing that i ask is you turn this into something big that's awesome and basically just gave me my start <laughs> and then when i told him i had an nbc show a year later a couple years later a few years later um i was at a wedding for Bruce Kulick, who used to play guitar in Kiss, and Gene was there. And he was so happy. He, it was like a proud dad. He was so happy that I had done something with the gift that he gave me. And that was really, uh, that was really quite touching and really sweet of him. And, and yeah, he, he got me my start, my <laughs> that, first start. Yeah, that is yeah. amazing. So mm -hmm. what is, I guess, in your opinion, what is the biggest difference between performing on stage to, you know, thousands of screaming fans versus kind of working alone most of the time in a studio trying to come up with that one tune? Is there, is there, a, what's the biggest difference to you? Is it, do you like it more? Do you like that? Is it a better creative environment for you? They're different. Um, not really any pressure mm -hmm. in the live thing or the band thing. Right. Uh, you're not really, you're not addressing notes. You're not really answering to 50 people. Um, and it's kind of more of a team effort. And it's, it's, it's a lot of hard work, but it doesn't feel like work. Um, TV is a lot of the same, but the pressure is enormous. Yeah, I can um, imagine, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, you turn in a piece of music and just wait for everybody to tell you how much it sucks, basically. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's just the truth. That is the ugly truth that nobody wants to talk about. That's what notes are. Change this. Do this. You didn't do this right. You didn't, I don't think it's you didn't do this right, but this is what we want. This right. is what we want. Trying to find so you have need, to... Yeah. Right. So you have to be... A mind reader you have to have your super duper secret decoder ring and you always have to have that because and I've found that in, in production with pop and things where people will give you notes the artists or or whoever if I'm mixing a record or if I'm producing a, a record um, notes aren't called notes but that's what they want can you make that a little fluffier and you have to kind of decipher what fluffier means. <laughs> right. Or, you know what I mean? Can you make that more felt-like? Felt, sure, yeah, I can do felt. Any specific color you'd like? Um, but that's, that, those are kind of the, the differences between being in a band and, and being in, in TV. They're both awesome. Uh, and when you finish with something, it's incredible. Absolutely. And it's, it's the best feeling on the planet. But it, I'd say the TV film world is a lot more demanding. Um, but that's coming off of a career of 30 years of, of a certain level. And here I'm kind of just entering into the TV film world. So I'm sure in 30 years I'll be like, ah, it was so easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. 
<laughs> and I mean, and now, yeah, we're, and you're working on Night Shift right now, which is, <clears throat> you know, coming into its uh, fourth season, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. um, so when you, but kind of rewinding back a little bit, um, when you started working on it, uh, what were kind of the initial conversations of what the series needed musically, and kind of, uh, how, I guess, what was the process of finding the sound of the show and what you wanted the, the music to 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 provide? Well, Gabe Sachs and Jeff Judah um, brought me on to do this. I remember I was out uh, having dinner one night, and I got a call um, from Gabe Sachs, who uh, I had met. I'm on the advisory board for the LA Kings with him. Mm. And we were just friends for a few years on that board together, not thinking of anything. He put some of my music in 90210 and um, that Courtney Cox show, um, but just like songs that I had done and, and, and songs that I had written. Right. And um, I got a call, I don't know, it was, it was late. It was like 9.30 at night. And they said, hey, can you come down to Sony tomorrow? And uh, I said, sure. You guys need some music? And they were like, no, uh, we want to talk to you about composing for the show. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> First thing that went through my head is what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> um, so I said, sure, I'll go down there. And the initial conversation was uh, this show takes place in Texas. Nobody on the show has a southern accent, and um, we need a sense of place. And they asked me a few things, and I was like, "Well, how about a, you know, lap steel, and uh, a lot of open tunings, and some baritone guitars for something guttural?" And I gave them a couple examples, and they said, "That's exactly what we were looking for." Wow! And then over the course of time themes developed for the different characters and and different sounds and they were very involved in that in um, i play them what do you think of this what do you think of of that and uh, a lot of the time in tv until they hear something they don't know what they want right and then when they hear it it's it's just set in stone so that happened a lot that's awesome so and and with four seasons now do you kind of uh, and it's not it's not like the tr- full on I think twenty two episodes. These are kind of more like cable seasons, like ten to thirteen episodes. Um, yeah. So do you treat do you get to, do you get to treat each season kind of as one cohesive whole? Do you do you kind of get an, an idea of all the scripts of where the, the whole season arc is going, or do you kind of get tackle it one episode at a time type deal? I try to get the whole thing, but sometimes we don't have it. So I think right. season two we had the whole thing, we had the whole arc of the season. Mm-hmm. So I got to do that uh season three this show has always been we don't know if we're getting picked up or we are and it's always late right uh in that so this season uh i haven't seen past the fifth episode a script so i know they're shooting now the seventh um but i am so deep in it i haven't seen and i don't think anything is uh i don't think actually they're shooting the sixth I don't think anything is finished, um, completely finished. I'm getting revisions of the scripts as they go, but right. there's no way to tell where it's going at the end. We have an idea, but so uh, when you, uh, I guess, um, 
of, from the start, how has the music kind of evolved across all the seasons? Has your process changed at all? Have you tried to change the sound? Is the has the the characters of the story kind of given you an opportunity to introduce a new style or anything, or you, have you found kind of a, a set tone for the show? Um, it, it it is a set tone, but I have been expanding throughout year after year. I'm adding to the template. I'm um, you know trying to go like this year. I'm going a little more synth heavy mm-hmm. um and just adding just creeping it in where it's not really noticeable something is noticed that it's changed but the overall core it's basically like the core of the sound is the band and now we're and we're adding background singers and we're adding percussionists and we're adding things but the band is still the band yeah that's awesome and i mean i just wanted to congratulate you too also on on the show that keeps on going. I mean, it, you, you did mention that it's you don't know if you're going to get picked up or not, and that's always kind of the scary world of television, but you're four seasons in now, and I think uh, that says something about the show and its uh, longevity, hopefully. And uh, and I did want to you know, congratulate you on all the amazing music that you've been con- contributing, and it's, it's uh, amazing to watch uh, your career on this journey so far, Fred. So I just want to thank you again for your time today. Thank you so much. That's so kind. Thank you very much. <laughs>